Welcome to Pathway to Faith with Bishop Steve Howe. Turn your expectations high as you receive the word from our man of God. Prepare yourself to hear a life-changing message. Let's tune in now. Well, I thought I was going to go one particular way. You may be seated. I thought I was going to go one particular way. But tonight, uh, and, and I heard what, uh, what my wife said in terms of, of the expectation of the teaching, and I think it'll be in line with that. But my heart, I don't want to say it's heavy, but my heart is certainly concerned. Concerned because there are people who are watching this broadcast right now, and you're hurting, and... You got bills stacked up and you don't have a clue on how you're going to be able to turn it around. But I want you to know tonight, today, whatever time of day it is you're watching this broadcast, that God is all powerful. And you may have sickness in your body, but God is all powerful. You may have some serious financial needs. I want you to know that God is all powerful. Perhaps there's somebody watching me around the world because of the COVID-19 and the impact that it's made, the negative impact, that you've lost your job or your income has been cut in half or cut so low that it's just real difficult for you to make it. And uh, it certainly saddens my heart because there are people who are hungry. But I want you to know today that God is all-powerful. God is all-powerful. God is all... Can you say that with me? God is all-powerful, and he's on my side. Come on, let's say it again. God is all-powerful, and he's on my side. Come on, let's say it like we mean it. God... Come on, say it. God is on my side. And he is, he's all, he's all powerful. And so today, this is who I want to minister to today. I want to minister to those who have found themselves, and they used to say in my neighborhood, in a rock and a hard place. I want to talk to you tonight. Those of you who got it together, we will come back next service. But today, I want to speak to people who are being really challenged in their finances. And they got medical bills and other bills that are stacked so high. And it looked like in the natural that you absolutely are not going to make it. And so this is a word of the Lord to you today, is that God is all-powerful, not your bills, not your employer, not anybody you know, not the president, not the Congress, not the Senate. Not the White House. God, Jehovah God, he is the only one who is all-powerful. Listen to me, saints. He is all-powerful. And he is on your side. Oh, my. So no matter what is going on, God is on my side. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change my focus off of my situation and I'm going to start focusing on my God who is all powerful 
And then I'm going to tell myself that not only is he all powerful, but he's on my side. Good God of mercy. Hallelujah. I don't need, I don't need attorney Cochran. I don't need any other attorney pleading my case. Amen. God is on my side. And with God on your side, I'm here to tell you, child of God, no matter what it looked like, you are going to win. Why? Because God is all powerful. And he is, come on, talk to me. He's on, he's on my side. He, he's on my side. Amen. He, he's on my side. That's why I've made it as far as I have made it is because He's, he's, he's on my side. I've been in difficult situations and the Lord brought me out because the Lord is on my side. And just like he was on your side in days gone by, this same God is on your side today, child of God. And so I want you to get your mind and get your heart and get your focus off of the situation and get your focus and get your heart, amen, focus on the God who's all powerful and he is on He's on your side. I said he's on your side. I said he is. He's on your side. And by declaring that God is on your side, I thought of this when I was in my heart contemplating how God do you or how do you want me and how will you use me to minister to hurting people tonight? How will you? What is in your heart and in your plan and how do you want to flow through me tonight that will help people to see as we're right in the middle of this COVID-19, this pandemic that is still shaking the nation. Uh, some countries, some states are, are contemplating and maybe have already implemented, I'm not sure today, maybe they've already uh, implemented shutting down uh, their state or shutting down their city or shutting down their, their, their county. Well, when you talk about shutting down businesses or shutting down a state or shutting down a community, you're talking about people and you're talking about people's livelihood. And, and as a result of this time that we find ourselves in, and this is the truth, there are a lot of people who are under stress. There, there are a lot of people who are experiencing anxiety. And I'm talking about church folk. And, and the devil would jump on both of their shoulders and tell them that they're not going to make it. But the Lord sent this little boy all the way from the section of the town called Needmore to tell you that God is all powerful and he is. Yes, he is. He's on your side. But while we're in the midst of this, I was thinking, Lord, what is this like with all of the negative news that we hear? You know, we go from one negative to another negative. And, and, and here I'm standing today and, and I'm going to endeavor with the help of the Holy Spirit, teach on faith. And I thought to myself, how can the people grasp the subject of faith when they're flying in a fall? And this pandemic is, is like a, it's like a fog. It's, it's, like, uh, it's, it's, like, it's like a mist that has have gotten so thick. Like the other day here in Kansas City, I, I was up around 5 in the morning and I was driving to the church at 5 in the morning like I typically do every day. And 
Man, it, I mean, it was so thick outside that I could barely see in the front of my vehicle. So I had to slow down, uh, really cut my speed half the speed that I normally would, would drive uh, coming to, to, the, to the church to do what I do early in the morning and uh, because I couldn't see. And it was so foggy outside. And so I thought that we're in a situation right now in this nation where we're in a fog. And I thought about uh, the airplane pilots that when they're flying in the air, sometimes they will encounter uh, when they get up a certain uh, altitude, they'll get to a place where it's, it's so cloudy, there's, it's storming outside, and, and they can't see. Their, their visibility has been impaired. And the only thing that the pilot can do to safely fly and to safely land is to trust their instrumentation. So when you get into a place where you can't see, you need to have a, ply, a pilot who is instrument rated. You know, there are some pilots, as long as they can see and the sun is shining and, you know, and, and you know, I mean, everything is beautiful. And, and uh, the weatherman said visibility is, you know, five to ten miles. I mean, they can do really, really good. But then all of a sudden, sometimes a storm just suddenly rolls in and, and they're in a lot of trouble because they're not instrument rated. And so uh, walking by faith. It's like being instrument rated. And so to get through these times in which we're facing right now, uh, you need to be faith anchored and instrument rated in walking in your faith. Are you listening to me? Because faith, amen, it doesn't walk by what it can see. For, for the just shall live by faith. And people of faith, they're not moved by what they see or cannot see. They're only moved by the instrument, and the instrument is the Word of God. And when you've been trained and anchored in the Word of God, now you have become an instrument-rated Christian child of God. And so now you're able to fly no matter if you can see your way or if you can't see your way. You can still go. Why? Because it's just like a pilot when they're up in the sky and they can't see a thing. They trust their instruments to tell them where they are, how high they are, and in what direction. And I'm here to tell you today, in spite of the COVID-19 or any other kind of virus that the hell will have to offer, amen, we have the word of God. And if we'll trust the word of God like the pilot trusts his instruments, I'm here to tell you that the word of God is going to navigate us through this mess and we're going to get on to the other side and we're going to be better on the other side than we were when we first went into this storm. Can somebody say amen to this truth? So faith is like flying with instruments. Faith is like the pilot flying using his instruments. Are you listening to me? He can't see outside. He doesn't even really know what's going on outside other than he knows that it's a storm and he can or she cannot see. And so they have to trust their instruments, that their instruments is guiding them through the storm. And I'm speaking to people of God. You're going to have to trust the instrument. In spite of the news, in spite of what's going on, 
you're going to have to trust the word of God that in spite of the fact that you can't see, in spite of the fact you don't know how it's going to happen, you have to trust the instruments that God has put in your hand that he is going to, in fact, lead you safely through the storm. True story. There was a pilot that was flying, and uh, uh, I believe it was out of New York, took off, and uh, was in a smaller plane. Uh, wasn't really instrument rated, but, uh, you know, it looked good when he took off. A few miles uh, down the way, the pilot in a smaller plane, he ran into a storm. And he wasn't instrument rated. He, you know, just got started, but he wasn't really, you know, certified instrument rated. And so when he looked at his instruments, uh, his instruments were saying that he was flying the right side up. But he didn't feel like he was the right side up. He thought by his feelings that he was upside down. And his feelings overtook his, his emotions of what the instruments were telling him. Well, as a result of him not yielding to what the instrument was telling him and yielding to what his feelings was telling him, uh, he crashed into a hill and died. I want to tell you, child of God, that no matter what your emotions are doing, I want you to trust your instruments. I don't care what the doctor is saying. I want you to trust the instrument. I don't care if you have an eviction notice. I want you to trust the instruments. Amen. And God, who is the God of the instruments, the word of God, the word of God and God are one. And God is all powerful and he is on your side. So even if you may feel like you're not going to make it, trust the instruments. Your body may be saying, amen, I'm diseased and I got sick. But I want you to trust the instrument. Your friends and family may be telling you you're not going to make it. But I want you to trust the instrument. Are you listening to me? The word of God will not lie. If God said it, blessed be the name of Jesus, he'll make it good. So no matter what you feel like, no matter what other people are saying, I want you to trust the word of God in this perilous times in which we find ourselves. Can somebody say amen to this truth? Faith is not just a theological principle. Faith is not just a theological principle. It is a mental and, a, and it is an emotional muscle. Faith is not just a theological principle, but faith is a mental and emotional muscle. Uh, your faith itself is, is a potent and powerful force. I want to say it again. Your faith is a potent and powerful force. That's why the enemy wants to get you in fear because fear is the opposite of faith. Are you listening to me? Faith is a powerful force. And if you stay in faith, faith in God, amen, I'm here to tell you today that everything is going to be all right. Listen to this. We increase a thing. We increase a thing's power. Listen, we increase a thing's power by increasing our belief in its power. I want to say it again. We increase the power of a thing by believing in the thing. I'll say it again. We increase 
a, the, a thing's power, whether it's a positive thing or a negative thing. We increase a thing's power by increasing our belief in its power. Did you, did you get a hold of that? By believing in its power, whether it's good or bad, you increase that thing's power concerning your life. That's why I got you to say early on in the message that God is all-powerful. Now you, you understand why you need to say it. Say it again. God is all-powerful. Say it again. God is all-powerful. Say it again. God is all-powerful. Now listen. We increase a thing's power by increasing our belief in his power. God is all power. Oh, Jesus, somebody's got to get this. We increase a thing's power by increasing our belief in his power. Did you see why we're declaring? God is all power. So by declaring that and declaring that and declaring that, it causes us to believe what we're declaring. And when we declare that God is all power, what do you think happens? God in your life becomes all power. Oh, Jesus. Faith isn't blind. Faith isn't blind. It's visionary. Faith is not blind. It's visionary. During this pandemic, I have faith. I have faith in a positive outcome for my life and my family. That's what I'm declaring. I said, that's what I'm declaring. During this pandemic, and people are nervous in the service, but I'm declaring in this pandemic that I have faith in a positive outcome, not a negative. I have faith in a positive outcome for my life and for my family and for the members of Harvest Church and the branch churches that are connected to this ministry. If I don't get any further, I'll park my car right here. I'm going to back up and say it again. We increase a thing's power by increasing our belief in its power. So that thing becomes more powerful to me if I keep saying it and keep saying it, ultimately I'm going to believe it. Whether it's positive or negative, I increase the power of that thing to have influence in my life for the mere fact or to the degree that I believe it. Can somebody say amen? So faith is not blind, it's visionary. And as a result of this pandemic, there are a lot of folks who are making negative confessions. But I'm making a positive con confession. I, I said there's a lot of folk making negative confessions. But I am making a positive confession. That in spite of this pandemic... As for me and my house, we're going to have a positive outcome when this thing is over. When the dust settles, when they find a cure or don't find a cure, whatever amen, they decide to do, 
I've already declared and made my declaration that as for me and my house, my family, and for Harvest Church members and the branch churches, we're going to have a positive outcome when this thing is over. So I am releasing my faith for a positive outcome, not a negative outcome. I'm releasing my faith that I'm not going to lose my house. I'm not going to lose my car. I'm not going to lose my mind. I'm not going to lose my family. I'm not going to lose my health. I'm declaring that when we come out of this pandemic, amen, it's going to be a positive outcome all around me and in my house and everything that I am connected to. Somebody say, well, how can you say that, preacher? I'm glad you asked. Go to Proverbs chapter 23. And I'm going to seal it now while I'm saying what I'm saying. And I'm trying to get you to say the same thing. I'm trying to get you to stop making all these negative confessions. Because when you begin to magnify and, and begin to declare all of those negative things, you're giving power to it. You're giving power to it. To, to make that a reality in your life. Well, I'm sucking all the power out of the negative side and I'm putting all of it in the positive side. Are, are you listening to me? Are you in Proverbs 23? Look at verse number seven. For as he thinks in his heart, so is he. For as he thinks in his heart, so is he. By shifting my thinking, it shifts my experience. Oh my, did you get that? As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So as I shift my thinking, I shift what I experience. Why? Because I'm going to experience what I think. Why am I going to experience what I think? Because what I think is what I'm going to declare. Because whatever is on the inside of me is going to come up out of me. And whatever I speak and give life to, that is going to be my manifestation. Oh, Jesus, God is all powerful and he is on my side. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my. Let's say it one more time. God is all powerful. And he is. The God who is all powerful. There's nothing he can't do. There's nothing he can't change. There's no miracle that is out of his reach. There's no manifestation of his goodness that he cannot make happen. There's nothing in my life that the Lord God cannot turn around. And this God is all powerful. And he's on my side. Good God of mercy. He's on my side. I don't know about you, but the God who is all powerful, he is on my side. So faith is power. Faith, it is a, a confidence in a thing. Uh, uh, faith is confidence. Faith is confidence in a thing. And the reason that I can declare and you can declare what we're declaring tonight, that God is all powerful and he's on my side. So that means no matter what it looks like, that's why I'm not moved by my emotions. Because my emotions and your emotions, he can play tricks on you. He can play games on you. But I'm not moved by my emotions. Are you listening to me? If I yield to my emotions, I might say one thing right now 
You catch me before I get out of the church, and I might say something else if I'm moved on my emotions. But I'm not moved by my emotions. My emotions will play games on me if I'll allow it. But I'm moved by the word of God. Are you listening to me? And I declare that when this pandemic is over, my outcome is going to be positive. What about you? I said, what about you? I said, what about you? I'm not going to die. I'm going to live to the glory of God. Amen. I said, what about you? And the reason I can declare this is because the word of God says that greater is he that is in us than he that's in this world. So there's nothing that the world or the devil can do to us that we don't have enough power to shut it down. Glory be to Jesus. I said, glory be to Jesus. So I want you by faith and acting your faith, take all your bills and stack it on your coffee table or your cookie table or whatever kind of table or your stool. Just stack it and point to it and say, in the name of Jesus, I declare the word of the Lord over you and I call you pay in full. Because the God I serve is all powerful and he is on my side. And keep saying it until you believe it. Glory to God. Is this helping anybody at all? I said, is this helping anybody at all? I shared with you the last service and we won't have time to really get much further than this. But I shared that faith follows a process. That faith follows a process. And then I had you to declare that the just, that's us, that we live by faith. In other words, we're saying as people of God that we don't live by what we see. We don't live by what we feel. We don't live by what we touch or smell or taste. We conduct our lives by the word of God. The word of God uh, directs our lives. Can somebody say amen to this truth? The word of God directs our lives. Faith. Is like going upstairs. Faith is a process. In other words, you don't start out with great faith. You just start out with a measure. But you can go to another measure and to another measure. Or we can say it like this. You start out in faith on this level. But as you diligently search the scriptures, amen, studying to show yourself approved, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, that you are able to rightly divide the word of truth as you continue to stay in the face of God. And how do you stay in the face of God? You stay in the face of God by studying the word of God. You stay in the face of God by prayer. You stay in the face of God by meditating and muttering and speaking and declaring his word. Then you move from one level of faith to another level of faith. And as you continue with God, you move to another level. And as you just continue with God, uh, you move to another level. And the things that used to shake you and throw you off course when you first started walking with God on this level, now it doesn't bother you. Are you listening to me? Uh, the stuff that the devil used to, you know, trick you with on this level, he can't trick you now because you're on this level. And then, then you keep walking with God and then you move to another level of faith. And then and now you're at a place where even when things look like it's not going to Turn out right. You don't get scared. You don't get nervous in the service. Why? Because you're developing in your faith. You're learning how to trust God. Now, not only that, then you move to another level. And, and you're, building, you're building a resume of the faithfulness of God. You're building a resume of the faithfulness of God. And you know that God who was faithful with you on that level is the same God who was faithful with you on the level you just left. And, and, he's a, and you continually to walk with God. You go from faith to faith. And from glory to glory. And you can just keep going. 
as high as you want to go. Are you listening to me? Faith is powerful. As you learn how to walk by faith and not by sight, there's nothing you can do. Listen to me. You can produce anything. What did I say? You can produce anything with your faith. If you haven't produced it, it's a sign you don't have enough faith to make it happen. Well, how does faith come? Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Faith will produce it. Faith will produce a house. Faith will produce a job. Faith will produce healing. Faith will produce a breakthrough. Are you listening to me? Everybody else is losing and you're gaining. Why? Because it'll be according to your faith. If it's not growing, it's your faith. If it's not changing, it's your faith. It'll be according to your faith. And during this pandemic, I don't want you to draw back from studying the word of God and listening to the word of God. If anything, you need to do it more than what you've done it in the past. Because in this time of this pandemic, the devil is operating also and trying to convince some of you that you no longer need the house of God. The devil is alive. Oh, Jesus. So we can go from one level to another level to another level. First of all, one step of the process is believing that something is true. And I got several steps I want to share with you, but I'm just going to share one with you tonight. And and, and we'll come back and we'll hook up and, and we'll move forward. But one of the steps that you need to know is that believing, believing that something, believing that something is true. The Bible says that the fool. F-O-O-L. The Bible says that, that the fool have said in his heart, there is no God. And the person who says that there is no God, not me, but the Bible says that they're a fool. Are, are you all listening to me? So believing that something is true, that's the first step and process in developing and walking in a lifestyle of faith, is believing that something is true. Now, let's look at something that the half-brother of Jesus said. Amen. Let's, let's look at this. Let's go to James real quick. James chapter number two. James chapter number two. And he's the brother, half-brother of Jesus, uh, meaning that they had the same mother, different daddy. Half-brother of Jesus. Pastor James. Are you in James chapter 2? Let's look together at uh, verse number 19. Look at this. Believing that something is true. Look, Look what James says. You believe that there is one God. There's a whole lot of folks who believe uh, that there is one God. And then look what James says. He says, you do well. But even the demons believe and tremble. So just believing is not enough. Oh my. Believing that there is a God is not a saving faith. The devil knows that there is a God, but he's not saved. So believing is not enough, but it is a necessary start. Are you listening? It is a necessary start. 
I just quoted to you uh, Psalms uh, 14, verse number one, where it talks about the fool have said uh, that there is, it is no God. Now let's close this out with Hebrews chapter 11, verse six. Believing that something is true. Believing that something is true. Hebrews chapter 11, verse number six. Look what it says. Let's read it together. But without faith, without what? But without faith, it is impossible to please God. Without faith, we can't please God. Without faith, we can't please God. In other words, the only way to please God is to believe that it's already done before it's done. Oh, Jesus. God says, the way you please me is to believe that you have it before you have it. And if you believe me that you have it before you have it, you'll have it. Good God of mercy. God says, to please me, you have to believe that it's already done before it's done. And if you believe that it's already done before it's done, it'll be done. For without faith, God says, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is. That's your start. You have to believe that he is and that he is. He not only exists, but he's a rewarder. Good God of mercy. We not only believe that he is, that he does exist, and that he is all-powerful, but we also believe that he is a rewarder of those who diligently, amen, serve him and, and, and obey him. God says, if you're obedient unto me, if you're faithful unto me, he says, there's benefits in walking with me faithfully. There's benefits in doing what I told you to do. There's benefits and rewards and blessings of you going where I tell you to go. God said, there's benefits if you'll tell people what I tell you to say. God said, there's benefits when you let go of something that I tell you to let go of. That there's benefits when you apprehend something that I told you to apprehend. God said, there's benefits. But for all these things that happen, notice the first part of the verse is that you have to believe that he is. Believing that he is what? That he exists. Because without believing that God exists, then there's no way for you to have faith. Can you all, can you all see that? Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. It is the evidence of things not perceived with the senses. Now you're getting a clear picture why I had you made, make those confessions. And I said over my family, and I trust you did the same thing, that when this pandemic is passed, the outcome concerning my life and my family and the ministry of Harvest Church and our branches, it is going to be a positive outcome. Now there's some folks who are looking for a negative outcome, but I'm looking for a positive outcome. I'm not only looking for a positive outcome, I'm declaring the positive outcome. And the word of God says, as I continue to declare it, I give power to it. Hey, are you listening to him? I'm giving, I'm, oh Jesus, I'm giving power to a positive manifestation instead of giving power to a negative manifestation. 
Glory to God. Because you and I, according to the word of God, we are going to have what we say. Amen? And so faith is a powerful force. Don't speak your emotions. Don't speak stuff that you learn in the barbershop or the beauty shop. Just speak the uncompromising word of God. And I don't care how cloudy it is in your life. I don't care how dark it is around you. Are you listening to me? Darkness can never comprehend light. Darkness can never comprehend light. And God is light. And the light of God is in you. Are you listening to me? That's why the devil can't stand you when you walk into a room. Because when you come in, light comes. And when light comes, darkness has to move out. And they might cuss you out as they're walking out of the room, but they got to go. Ooh, Jesus. They might tell other people they don't like you, but it's not you that they don't like. They don't like your light. And, be, and hear me, and don't get offended because the light in you that they don't like, it's not you. It's God's light shining through you. And so now you can stand boldly and declare that no weapon formed against me will be able to prosper because the thing that they hate on the inside of me is not me. It's the God that I serve that is on the inside of me. It is his light that is shining into a dark world. And the word of God says that if we walk by faith and not by sight, that we'll walk in victory in every area of our lives. There are several, several other processes that I want to share with you. Today, I just shared just one. And I want you to be encouraged. I want the person whose cupboard is looking a little thin. I'm telling you in the name of Jesus, food is on the way. For the person, your clothes are getting thin, amen, and getting lean. I'm here to tell you that clothes are on the way. I'm telling that person who they're threatening to cut off your lights and cut off your water. You got an eviction notice on your door. I, ooh, I could just stand here and preach now because I've had an eviction uh, 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 tacked on my door. You, you know that little pink thing? It tells you you got a certain amount of time to get out. And, and, and it tells you you got a certain amount of time to get out, but you don't have nowhere to go. I, I've been there, done that. But the God who's all-powerful, I'm telling you, he came through for me again and again and again. I know what it's like for them to come and hook your car up and pull it off, meaning your car's been repossessed. But, but I'm here to tell you that the God I serve, the God, he's all powerful. Are you listening to me? And he's on your side. And I'm here to tell you today that no matter what you're facing, that thing is going to bow its knee because the God you serve, he is all powerful and he is on your side. Oh my, bless the name of the Lord Jesus. Wow, what an amazing message. Thank you for listening to our Pathway to Faith broadcast. If you're ever in the Kansas City metro area, join Bishop and Dr. Howe at Harvest Church International Outreach, 4300 North Corrington Avenue, Kansas City, Missouri, 64117. Or catch our services live online at www.harvestchurchkc.org. Be blessed.